Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. The writers and Marlene know what the final word is going to be. Absolutely. They're not making it up. Does the actor who plays A know that he or she is playing A? Uh, I can't answer that. Uh, it was worth a shot. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus! I am drinking Cabernet right now. So. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me into any trouble. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? Is it time? I think it's I think it's time for Cabernet. Welcome to the podcast. You're a great fan for listening to the podcast. I couldn't quite get on the beat. Hard as I tried. Hard as I tried. Guys, we're here with special guest Erin Leaf today. Yay! She's a, a fan of the podcast, I guess, because she's always here, but she doesn't watch Pretty Little Liars unless it's with us, <laughs> which is very fun. Yeah. It's funny that that's a true fact and that you're like one of our more frequent guests on this podcast. I just like to crash podcasts. I like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Neither, No one's mad about that here. It's a new piece of You always it. bring wine, so I'm fine yeah, with that. Yeah. All right. My boobs are very tender. Is my period coming up? I, it's like very distracting. <laughs> it's like, you do it's like so painful. It's probably coming. It has to be. Period time is coming. I'll check while Sue does um, the business. I'll check so, my, my menstrual schedule. While we're being trite female comedians. Um, <laughs> actually, it's not a joke. It's just my life. So we have a special wine today um, from the coworkers at TV Land. Uh, shout out to Ona Weber and Jaslyn Beltran. Woo! Uh, they got us this fabulous wine. Uh, they put the Cabernet and A label on it. Um, they printed it out and pasted it on or taped it on to uh, Cabernet Sauvignon Lodi or L-O-D-I. Um, it's 14.9% alcohol. I can't tell you what the label is because then I would have to take off their label and it's too cool. never do that. It's, it's Cabernet just, and A. It's just too cool. It's the Cabernet and A wine. Um, speaking of Cabernet and A wine, one of our favorite wines, Gato Negro, has yeah. recently gone up in price at our favorite place. <laughs> Guys. And like, they've also changed their label because they won an award. So, like, it used to be $4.99. Oh, wait, they always small. had an award. They'd always won an award. So if okay. that's what they're claiming, I call bullshit. So for the Magnum, it was $8.99. For the small, it was $4.99. Oh, I thought it was $4.99. Or $5.99. Yeah, okay. Now it's $6.99. The Whoa. fuck? The ball's on them. Yeah. I was kind of like, inflation is real, guys. It's real. So, That's like some um, brand liquor, like, you're so close, but so far from my heart. Um, any hoodle. So that's what we're drinking, um, and if you're listening to us, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Podbean, um, and when you're there, stop by and drop us a rating. Yeah. Give us a rating. Give us, give us uh, all the stars you feel fit I to have. I haven't checked for a while. Should um, I check right now? I, I feel like I checked, but, you know, you never know when you guys are going to pop up and surprise us, and uh, I love seeing new reviews, good or bad, it's always good to get feedback. Um, Absolutely. So, let's see if there's anybody new. Anything? Uh, live. On oh, my God, wait. No, the last one was October 22nd. 
But did we talk about this one? Because I remember we yeah, shouted out Liz. to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry. So, Liz, Also, this, you're the this best. podcast is going to air at a later date because it is Friday, guys. This it's, is not a normal day. It's Friday right now, and you guys are going to be listening to this on uh, November... Uh, December 9th. Whoa! So right yeah. now it's November 6th. So we're like... And you guys we're are going to on December yeah. 9th because on... Tuesday, December 8th, when I we typically record on Tuesday nights, it's going to be my second uh, live podcast at the oh, pit here in New York yes. City, Call Us Crazy. Super so check fun. out. Thank, yeah, so Sue came out last week. Thank you so much. It was so great. I loved watching uh, Chelsea podcast live. Not like I've fun. never seen it before. But it was really <laughs> fun to watch. She um, lives it every did day. Did you want to just add things from the audience where you're like, and then? Well, it was funny because at one point, the guest that they had on is a very close, yeah, Yeah, she's like my best best friend, Mm -hmm. uh, Raquel DP, who's been on our podcast, was like, Sue knows, and I was like, I want to be like, Raquel, no one knows that I'm here. (laughs) Like, like, it was just like a weird thing where she was like, Sue knows, and she points to me, and I was like, it's a podcast. People in the (laughs) audience don't understand. But yeah, so check out, I mean, by this time, I guess we'll have a couple episodes up, so check it out at Call Us Crazy podcast.com I think that's it. Sure. I always forget if it's pod or podcast, whatever. Just like look it up on look it up on my Twitter, you'll find go it. Go to the Google so, machine. Yeah, go to the Google um, machine, you'll find it. But so that's why we're recording so early. So it's still November. We just had Halloween. By the time you listen to this, also I will have come back from Copenhagen with Aaron. Aaron and I are going to Copenhagen. Yes, you guys are coming back. We'll either be back for have been back for a week or we'll be lost in Copenhagen for a week. You guys have to come back for my birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this is my birthday. I only back just in time for your birthday. Yeah. December 5th is my birthday. Yay. I will accept wine and candles for my birthday present. Oh, I, um, I like how you shouted out the sense that you liked in the email. That was my favorite. Yeah. Because I, I appreciated like, too, and I was like, now I know exactly what to get to. I was like, <laughs> I told everybody uh, who's invited to my birthday, I was like, Christmas scents are my favorite, but... Fall scents will be on sale by this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's so considerate. I, I really appreciate it. Like, just get the pumpkins or like, <laughs> like I like cinnamon and that kind of thing. Like I was just like, just just go with your heart and your pocket. Um, but I am hoping we get more candles because I we go through candles so quickly. I love, I love a candle. candle. Oh. Doesn't it just, it feels like I grew up with a fireplace in my living room mm. and now I don't have one and I just like that like crackle of a candle every once in a while or that smell that like lights up the whole apartment it just it's lovely um and i've taken up reading again what are you reading i'm reading dare me um shout out to uh astoria bookstore Uh, connie who works there is a fan of pretty little liars wait is that the one on 31st street yes it's on 31st street between broadway and 31st right beside Friend of the podcast, Bethany. Is Do you want to give her social security? Too? Yeah. <laughs> her at her exact apartment is no. She's um, single, so yeah. Hit her up. <laughs> Literally, hit her up. Just ring the doorbell. No, so uh, I was there <laughs> with uh, my friend Crystal and Katie, and uh, I had my Pretty Little Liars bag, and Connie, who owns the bookstore, was like, I'm a pretty, big Pretty Little Liars <gasps> fan. And Does Connie so, yeah. want to do the podcast? I didn't go so far as to ask her yet, <laughs> but I was just like feeling her out. I was like, you should listen to the podcast. Were you feeling her out or are you feeling her? 
I think that she was mad cool. Okay, I would I would totally hang with her. Um, she was dressed up as Rosie the Riveter. It was on Halloween that I met her. That's so fun. Um, before we came here, got totally blasted. Yes. Oops. (laughs) Uh, I bought a book called Dare Me because I asked her. I was like, "Listen, I have heard the Pretty Little Liars books aren't that great, and like I'm kind of like a literature snob because I have an English degree, but I don't read as much anymore." And what would you tell me as, like, I really like, re- like, all the books that are referenced in Pretty Little Liars, and I love the stories of Pretty Little Liars, what would you give me? And she gave me Dare Me by, hold on, I have it in my bag. That's how much I like this book. I'm, like, I'm willing to actually carry it Megan Abbott, who lives in New York. All right. She went know. to NYU. Hey, Megan, why don't you do the Smart. podcast? She also wrote The End of Everything, because I'm between reading scripts for work, and I was able to right. read for fun, and it's, like, part of my morning routine now. I eat breakfast, and I read instead of watching TV. Oh, that's right. You're totally. Way to go. It's improving your mind. I yeah. love it. I'm super far behind on fall TV, which is very unlike me, but um, I feel better. That's great. Because I watch TV all day at work, which is yeah. an amazing thing to do, but... Uh, it's nice to have time to clear your head. Yeah. I like to get up and sit on the toilet while drinking coffee and playing <laughs> Candy Crush. I haven't had coffee for over a month. Oh, Why? Um, because I had a really bad eye twitch. And my and my my blood pressure was super high, and I tried changing everything, and then it was like cut out caffeine. And as soon as I cut out caffeine, I stopped having headaches. I stopped the eye twitch. Wow! I've been able to sleep better. Wow! Then I guess don't have caffeine. (laughs) But like I I love caffeine, and I drank it like pretty much every day since I was like sixteen. I would say. So it's a very weird change not to have it. And there are definitely, like, I would say at least once a week at work, I'm like, I'm going to break down and get coffee today. And then I always have a reason not to. Like, today I was like, I'm too broke for Starbucks. Like, I feel like a frilly Starbucks drink, but I didn't have it. Anyway, this is a long tangent, guys. Yeah. Did you, there's an animal in this apartment. Did you, how did he get in here? Yeah. He lives here. It's like a little little furry, four-legged animal. He's walking around. Who, how did you get in here? It is weird when you sometimes just, like, step back and think about it, though. (laughs) You're like, why does this animal live with me? Are you talking about the cat or are you talking about the stuffed cow? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm talking about the cat. But Sue did get Tanuki a lovely stuffed cow, which he loves. But right now, Tanuki is especially taking a shining to one of our wine corks, which is appropriate. Like mother, like son. Exactly. (laughs) So without further ado, on that note, let's let's talk about the episode. um, Because that's what you guys came here for, not uh, my I mean, hopefully you came here for some drunken banter. I mean, because you will not be disappointed if so. (laughs) They took a wrong turn. So they did it. The episode we watched is If At First You Don't Succeed, Lie, Lie Lie Again. Again. Season 1, episode 15. And... The reason why we watch this episode, and the reason why it's one of our favorites, is it's the one that Paige tries to kill Emily. She was so fucked up and amazing. It's been on our list of like, oh, we should talk about this episode for so long. Oh, guys, excuse me. Should I just take this call? Who is it? I don't know. Should is we it answer the food? live? Let's Ooh, see. mystery. Hello? <laughs> Hi. This is Chelsea. Hello? Hi. Oh, good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I thought I had your voice. No, sorry. Um, I'm calling about the your order that you played with the Grand Cafe. The 
the restaurant is actually out of the margarita pizza. Oh! Oh, no. I have you on speakerphone because this is very dramatic. That's okay. Um, <laughs> that's okay. I think we can continue living. You're doing the right thing by calling us. Um, I appreciate it. So I guess... Are there mozzarella sticks? What's cheesy and hot? Should we do mozzarella sticks? Is that something that you can... I'm sorry, what did you say your name was? Shania. Hi, Shania. Is it is it something that you can facilitate if we just say like instead of the margarita pizza, we like swap it out and adjust the order for an order of mozzarella sticks, or is that something I'd have to call Grand Cafe about? Yeah. Do you want to order mozzarella sticks and slices? Yeah. Why don't we just do that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, one order of mozzarella sticks and slices of the margarita pizza. Yeah. That'd be great. All right. Excellent. I'll go ahead and take care of it. If this breaks, I'll go ahead and issue it to you. On my side, but now let the restaurant know, okay? Awesome. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. But you have a problem. All you guys have a good weekend. You, you too. too. Bye. 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 Nice to meet you. That was so fun. Guys, you guys are just easy, crazy <laughs> girls with your pizza mozzarella sticks switch out. Anything can happen. It's like NBD. Yeah. Does it have cheese and is it edible? <laughs> We'll I it. think cheese and marinara is what I want out of the pizza anyway, so <laughs> yeah. this is perfect. Sorry, Sue, yeah. that you didn't get your pizza. It's we okay, can still guys. grab a slice of Bella. They're open till like, God knows when. Oh, and trust using... me, I've drunk and gone to Bella way too many times. Where I'm like, it's so funny because it's when I really feel my age when I go to Bella Pizza and it's like 2 o'clock in the morning and I've got like my laptop and my stuff and there's like a college kid and I'm just like, ugh. I'm so much older you. than you. <laughs> I'm finding that I'm like with people at work where I'm like, when were you born? 1978? He's like, 1994. And I'm like, no, you weren't. You're like, that's not even a real thing. I remember 1994. You couldn't have been born in 1994. And if you were born in 1994 and you were listening to this podcast, Please you're beautiful. Please continue to listen. <laughs> we love you. All right. All right. Back to that. Let's get back to um, it. Our food's coming. Everything's going to be great. So we watched uh, episode 115. The first thing that I wrote is this was the episode where we are, well, not for the first time, but it's when Mrs. Potter yes. passes away. The untimely death of Mrs. Potter, who is, of course, the person that um, this very old woman that Hannah's mom, Ashley Marin, is quote unquote borrowing some money from because Ashley Marin works at the bank and Mrs. Potter is a uh, invests there, keeps her money there, and she has no living relatives. So when Ashley Marin comes in, cast your minds back, if you will, to season one when <laughs> Ashley Marin was having lots of money trouble and she still worked at the bank. And so she thinks, hey, uh, you know, this whole crotchety bitch ain't got no one to check in on her. If I just like sometimes skim some money off the top, I can pay it back before she ever notices. Yep. And then lo and behold, Mrs. Potter decides to pay a surprise early visit to the bank yeah. to smell all of her money. But and then she deposits herself into the death bucket. <laughs> she pays an untimely <laughs> visit to the Grim Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> well, not untimely because she was like older than she dirt. Was she was pretty old. But still, she was ready funds. for it. But Grandpa older. won't be calling her to get any sort of refund or exchange. No yeah. refunds, exchanges, or whatever the On third death. thing is in that. Yeah, she's dead forever. So, <laughs> um, so but that is kind of the plot points happening now. And the reason I noted it was mostly because I remember during this time um, being a little bit confused as to why they seemed to make Mrs. Potter a little bit of a thing. Because remember, mm -hmm. doesn't she take a butterscotch? Remember when, like, butterscotches yes. were a thing? Yeah. She takes a butterscotch, and then in subsequent episodes, we see her, like, this 
like great nephew of Mrs. Yes. Potter's comes out of nowhere and is like, oh, I'm here to claim my great aunt's money in butterscotch. <laughs> that too. And um, so he comes and then there's like an A scene in later yeah. episodes there's an A scene where A is laying flowers on Mrs. Potter's grave. So you feel like if there's an A scene dedicated to laying flowers on her grave and she's associated with like the allusion to butterscotch, which butterscotch and candy is like an ongoing theme, then maybe there's going to be something greater that arises mm-hmm. out of the Mrs. Potter and like the myth, the mythology of Mrs. Potter. And it's no. I think in hindsight, we're supposed to believe that Mona feels a little bit bad because Mona was the one that gave uh, Hannah the ticket to give to Arya's mom oh, so to try she... and catch her because she knew about Mrs. Potter's money and okay. was trying to uh, get Hannah to want money. Like, like, she was doing it for Hannah to get money for her mom. So maybe want to set that up, too. <laughs> set yeah. that up of what happened in this episode with the ticket. Oh, so, um, but I have something to say about Mrs. Potter. Oh, let's back. talk about that. Real quick, Mrs. Potter is also a song by the Counting Crows, which I'm a huge fan of. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen three really? Counting Crows concerts. That's as many Madonna concerts as so I've seen, so I I'm so Huge this is like bombshell. I had no idea. Um, and just a little bit of uh, trivia tidbit: uh, Mrs. Potter by Cannon Crows is about Adam Duritz dating Monica Potter from Parenthood. No oh. way! Yeah. So um, go back and listen to that and have a little fun with it. Wow. Um, I don't remember that one. I remember they had a song called Mr. Jones because it used to play yeah. in art Constantly. class, and my art teacher was named Mr. Jones, and we thought that was so fun. Because um, we'd listen to like, the radio, and Mr. Jones and me would come on. And we'd not like, what happened in Pennsylvania. Oh, Mrs. Potter is off of This Desert Life. This Desert Life. Sing a few bars. Um, yeah. Hey, Mrs. Potter, won't you talk to me? Um, there, uh, I just didn't have enough angst or dreads. Um, I can't do Adam Dirtz, guys. Um, but... Uh, this Desert Life had the song Colorblind, which was famous from <gasps> oh, uh, Cruel Attention. Oh, the escalator scene. And the es- because isn't it also yeah, the escalator? Yeah, that's the, it goes oh. from the escalator to the sex scene where you were just like, and you knew they were in love. And it was like one of those sex scenes where you were like, you guys are probably really doing it, if not right now, but like later. It was so realistic. But clear at least twice. Yeah. Guys, if yeah. you have, if you like feel some sort of way about like that moment when you see Ryan Phillippe in the blue shirt on the escalator and the camera comes up, just like tweet about it to us. Oh, the feel. I like who doesn't feel a certain way about like, that? Oh. You know who doesn't? People born in 1994. I oh, know! <laughs> or, or Paige and Emily. I don't oh, think yeah, lesbians true. would get a stirring in their nether Oh, they would. Lesbians it. aren't dead. They yeah. get it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a heart? Yeah, you're going to feel that stirring. <laughs> because it's just a great like feeling of just her going up yeah. the escalator. Ugh. Man, so guys, so good. Cruel Intentions, How such about a good it? movie. Pour one out. They've tried to reinvent it. They did like a Cruel Intentions two that was like, yeah, was like a nothing. Fart in church, no one cared about it. Yeah. And then they're trying to do a, a whatever fart in church is a phrase that Sean Hollenbach taught me. Whenever we did a post on social and it didn't do well, it was like a fart in church. Like you act like nobody saw it. Oh, <laughs> nobody fair. sees it. Nobody. So. Um, but they're also trying to do a Cruel Intentions TV show. And that's been, like, something that's been, like, 
talked about in the trades off and on since I think the movie. I have heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's been like an That's off and on thing and it's supposed to be greenlit again. I don't know if it's I just I don't know if you can remake that magic. Like that was like Ryan Phillippe and Reese Witherspoon's like love coming oh, to yeah. reality. Oh, yeah. watching it. Well, they were all amazing, eyes. though. Like, yeah, that's true. Was Selma amazing. Blair was like, amazing. Sarah Jessica Parker was phenomenal. Like, wait, Sarah Jessica Parker was No, Sarah. Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Gellar. Yeah. I can't keep... I've had a yeah, glass of One mine. of the Sarahs. Yeah. No. She had three names. One of them was Sarah. You're good. Mm-hmm. Um, we all knew who we were talking about. Yeah. Buffy was great. Buffy was yeah, Buffy. But she was, was a brunette. Yeah, it, it was so fierce of a movie. Oh, yeah. Classic. If you haven't watched it, do yourself a favor. And especially if you like Pretty Little Liars. If you, you like love Pretty Little Liars fans. Wow. Cool. Wow. That was, that was like the most appropriate moment um, of all time. All right. So, and poodle. so Hannah. Yeah, set it up. Uh, gets an A letter in her locker that's like, if you want, I don't remember the exact verbiage, but it's like, if you want money, yeah. then you have to get, here's a ticket for uh, Aria's mom to go to Philadelphia to catch Aria on her date with Fitz, and then I'm going to give you money uh, to make everything okay. Right. And Hannah's just like, I couldn't do it. Like, she struggles with it internally, and then she has a moment with her mom where her mom's making, she finds her mom in the kitchen in a bathrobe crying. And then she was, like, sitting there Adjacent with, like, to a carton of eggs. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I was about to make uh, my famous pancakes. I haven't made them forever because we're both people whose bodies obviously haven't consumed eggs. And that's the first thing I thought of, too. That's the first thing I thought of, too. I was like, oh, yeah, you bitches be eating pancakes and bacon all the damn time. But she offers uh, pancakes with a side of drama, where she, like, basically, like, first she cracks the eggs on the table, which I just... Guys, can you just tell me, is that a thing that people do? I've never I've seen, seen people you... do it, but only on television, so I don't think it's real. That's it's like people said. reading off of, like, blue paper, and they only do that on TV, too. Hmm. It's just like, I just, you crack it inside the bowl, so that way it goes into the yeah. bowl. Like, I, I just, the bowl. it was like topsy-turvy world. That's funny, that. I didn't even notice that. Um, and then she cries on Hannah and says that she's going to make it all right, and no matter what, she loves her. Which is like heart wrenching, and Hannah's just like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna totally throw Arya under the bus." And then she writes in her most like high school girl handwriting, which, as a teacher, I feel like teachers could always tell when you were bullshit. Right? Like, I just feel like a teacher would look at that and be like, "This isn't PTA handwriting." Yeah. Like, if you're in the PTA, you're anal retentive script, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like Are you? We're bubbly. Like, sure, it wasn't yeah. as, like, teenage as it... Oh, her her handwriting was, like, barely fit for a fifth grader. It was, like... <laughs> I mean, she probably learned, learned how to write on a set. It's so, true. I mean, let's just keep it real. There's little parts over the eyes. But, um, so... so the other thing I wrote down, which also we have Pretty Little Liars is continuing on on mute on the TV here, and... My next note is also still on the screen, which I forgot that Paige has that weird wig for, like, this era. Yeah. yeah. She has, like, a very strange, like, bang and, like, bob. It's very... I think it I was, it's, like... It's very... It's almost like Durag Toby. Like, did you just forget to take that off? Well, it's very, like, severe cut. And I think a lot of people have also talked about how, like, 
as Paige comes out of the closet, she gets more and more lesbian. Like, she comes from, like, Talbot's mommy, like, kind of, like, super perfect, very preppy, very, like, put together. And then, like, throughout the seasons, her hair gets longer. She wears, like, more and more tank tops that are, like, low-cut and loose and, like, True. And then, like, I think one of her last episodes, she's yeah. wearing, like, a unicorn on her shirt, and someone's like, Paige has officially gone full-on lesbian. <laughs> like, it was just like, she's ridden the rainbow, and tasted it, and is on the other side. Um, which I appreciate. But I, I do kind of love her um, hair. Even though it's so ridiculous, I think it's a good character trait, because it's, like, Almost so severe and, like, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, sure. It makes, because, yeah, she's, her hair But it's severe, so impractical, though, like, if she's a swimmer. So Very she true. swims, but that's in a cap, then yeah. takes off the cap, and then, like, does, no. No teenager does that. That's a lot of work. I think Bangs it's a hair and makeup department fail. Yeah. is like, making love to the curtain right now. Um, Things are happening here then, in the background. Yeah, there's a lot going on. So, uh... Sort of related, related to what Sue set up about how Ezra and Arya go on this date <laughs> to the museum. Arya has this moment where she goes in, and I forgot about the scene. Um, she goes this is in, a very sexy Arya. It's super, Ezra super spicy. Oh, she goes into um, Ezra's classroom when he's like overseeing some sort of like study hall or something. And she's like, Oh, Mr. Fitz, can you look over my blah, 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 whatever? And He's like, uh, are you going to wait when we aren't, aren't in front of other students? And she's like, it can't wait. And she starts to unzip her coat. And you're like, what is, am I about to witness? And then she's just wearing a tie that this says, wear me. me. Uh-huh. And then she like hands him her quote unquote, uh, like theme to look over or whatever. And it says like tomorrow night and has the ticket. So, I mean, that was. That's pretty hot. It's spicy. And then I also noted that she has more game than I do. Absolutely. <laughs> which, like, made yeah, me Any of us. Yeah, like, that was, like, some sick game. Like, I was like that. Like, I want to go to the Arya Montgomery School of Wooing. <laughs> <laughs> or right? maybe I should just go back to school and woo teachers. <laughs> maybe that's... It would be appropriate at this yeah. age. She, yeah. has, she has some balls. Girls' balls. To yeah. do that, A, and then in front of other students, B. Which also... That's well, what makes it hot. Uh, it's super hot. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be as hot if it was just, like... Them just, right, like, chilling. Yeah. yeah. And then Hannah gets detention. She's in there with Caleb, and this is when... Speaking of another Caliente moment. Yes, and she's still, like, fending off Caleb's love, which is very depressing. I'm like, why don't you just give in? But they're in detention together, and... Did you guys ever get detention growing up? I was just thinking because I was like watching oh, yeah. the logistics and I was like, oh, they do this and it's like, what? I was just like in my mind going through the logistics of like, I guess you miss, what if you have like a practice of some sort or what if you have things? I'm like, oh, Chelsea, that's the point of detention. You yeah, like get you fucked got, over. You get but double yeah. penalized. Did like you, it penalizes I, everything. I must yeah. say, oh, I, I never did. Oh, I definitely got detention. Yeah. Really? So I got yeah. a detention. What? I was always late. Oh, and I okay. used to on my lunch break like go get Dunkin' Donuts. That's well, because I was in New Hampshire, and that's what you do. Right. And then, um, but then here's a secret I found out for any of our listeners who are currently in high school, is that the- Born the, in 1994. Born in 1994. Oh my God, guys. 1994 no. kids are, like, graduated. I don't, don't want like to talk about it. Yeah. I don't want to talk about they it. They can drink alcohol. They're okay, if you were born in 2000 and you're currently in high school- Yeah. 
I realized that the punishment for not going to detention was more detention. And then the punishment for more detention was more detention. So I'm like, eventually, I run out of this. So I just would refuse to go to detention, and they give me more detention that I would refuse to go to. I just played that game, but and then, then I just went. But they wouldn't, like, went. expel you or something? <laughs> yeah, when it you was Catholic school. It was, I think they so more wanted me to, like, go to college than suspend me. Right. So they, they didn't really care. A statistic more than us. Oh, yeah. And I think battle. I figured that out, so I was like... Alright, I'm gonna go get my um, French vanilla, large vanilla. You would have been a perfect equal. little liar. I feel like. yeah, like a, oh, I would have been a perfect PLL. Yeah, I guess I figured out the game real quick, and then um, <laughs> because they never go to class and they don't <laughs> give any facts. I hate. Oh my god, oh high school is the worst. And then um, okay. and then when I was in junior high, I slapped a girl across the face and I got in school. Spicy. Oh my god, go go on, spicy. Go on, you buried the lead. Um. We were, like, rearranging our desks, and it was this, like, little girl. Her name was, like, I'll call her Jessica. It was a name such as that. And she was just, like, really mean and, like, wouldn't let me sit with her and her friends. So I just slapped her across the face. That's amazing. Wow. And my teacher came to me, and she was, like, she was being horrible, but you did it in front of me, so I have to give you a school suspension. I was, like, I hear you, girl. Fine. (laughs) Wow. First of all, life goals, Aaron Leaf. Right? You're I never slapped anybody since then. That, that was you amazing. Such a <laughs> I got detention for, um, I got a bunch in band because I would not stop talking. Like, most of, my, <laughs> most of my detention, yeah, most of my detentions are because I wouldn't shut up. I know <laughs> you guys are like, band. wait a minute, Sue, on this podcast, you never shut up either. And I'm like, yes, that's right. I've <laughs> you made, you made the parlayed into like a profession. I've made it work. a hobby. Yes. It's amazing. <laughs> my nonstop no, talking. My slapping bitches hasn't got me nowhere. <laughs> um, the most infamous uh, issue of my talking that got me into trouble was when my mom went to back to school night. Uh, in second grade, and my teacher, Mrs. Friedrich, was actually our neighbor, and Mrs. Friedrich said, um, we would put, she's like, I put Susan next to everyone in this classroom, and no matter who she sits next to, she will talk to them. Mrs. Funk, Susan would talk to a rock. (laughs) Susan just really loves to talk. Susan would talk to a rock. Why isn't that like your Twitter bio? Like, that's amazing. Because like, it's true. Because I like, I want a t-shirt that says Susan would talk to a rock. Susan would just talk to a rock. That's oh. And I remember my mom always saying that. Like, especially when I was talking too much, she's like, I'm not a rock. Stop. Like, it was like an ongoing thing. But um, I loved getting detention in middle school. And that's really where I got a lot of it was uh, band class. But it was Mr. Guido. And he was cool as hell. And he would like Mr. we would listen to like That's yeah, amazing. and he was like in a band. He was younger and like he would listen. To, we would listen to like Beatles albums, and then I would have to walk home, which sucked. But it was still kind of cool because I was just like, all right, well, I still got to listen to Beatles vinyl, right? Like, and I was a huge Beatles fan, still am. Who was it, man? Yeah, I mean the anthology was coming out, and like that, like was my bible. Um, so yeah. But you couldn't get it detention because your dad was the principal. Well, I mean, I still could. I would argue I even could get it quicker than anyone else. Like he was harder than like, you. Yeah, absolutely. But I didn't do anything because I was a good at two shoes. I did nothing. I mean, I would beg him to let. If anything, I would beg my parents to let me go late because I would always be doing insane activities after, or like I would be in the musicals, and sometimes we'd be like 
having musical practice till 11.30 at night, which yeah. in high school is, like, a crazy Super, thing. Yeah, then you're basically out until 3 You know? So I would be like, okay, so I'm going to go in late tomorrow. My dad would be like, no, because that's not, like, I have to set the example. You have to set the example. And I'd be like, no, I hate you. And then, like, threw myself down on my bed. But, yeah, I would never. You're like, a, like the preacher's daughter. Yeah, like, I yeah. was. I was. But I also was the preacher's daughter ever since the word. Well, I guess that's the opposite. I was just the goody two shoes. I was mm. the Carlton. I had, I once got busted for going to school late because my father, since I was 15, had a job where he would, like, fly to Virginia every, like, I grew up in Hampshire, he would fly to Virginia every Monday morning and then fly home every Tuesday, Thursday night. So, but the flight pattern was over our house. So one time it was 8.30 and I was supposed to be at school at 7.20 and he saw my car going down the driveway. No! Are you kidding me? That's crazy! And he got on the... He, when he landed, he called me. He was like, what the hell is the matter with you? You're leaving at 10, uh, 8.20? That's I know. I was like, so I got busted by American Airlines. Hilarious. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah and that's hysterical. That's amazing. I know. Yeah. It didn't stop me, though. It didn't teach me anything. Can we fly American to anywhere we want? What, because they busted me? <laughs> no, because... Oh, I thought, like, you were saying he Your worked dad for that. Worked there. Oh, no, no. He worked for, like, a defense contractor. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Fine. Whatever. But, um... <laughs> we wouldn't be playing Norwegian if we had I know! I was like, wait a minute. Do we sleep on this? I feel like the thing was, when you got detention, what you had to do is get the detention where your parents wouldn't have to sign it. Like, once you got a demerit, then your parents had to sign it, and then that was when you were really in shit. But then right. you just because forged your parents' signatures, because, like, what does the principal know what your mom's signature That's true. Like? I was really good at forging my mom's signature, and I used to make money forging other parents' signatures. Because I was good at, like, figuring out the, like, if I wrote it a few times, I was good at, like, getting it down pat. Well, this actually segues well into my next little thingy I was going to write, which is, or cool. say, which is, um, it's funny that, so in this episode, Jason, who's the old Jason, oh, he's the yeah, old that was really, that's, season one that's, But I think us. we know why Jason was replaced. Oh, yeah. Because he maybe wasn't practicing, like, the miser technique. Like, maybe he should have tried a little bit harder. <laughs> Can you explain the miser technique? I don't know. It has to do with, like, um, going from an emotional place for yes. acting. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Was that a trick? No. I, I was just know. wondering. I really like, don't know I, like, I didn't know it, but it sounds sound familiar, so I was like, if you could explain it, that <laughs> yeah. would help all of us. Yeah. It's it. like trying to, yeah, it's like, yeah. He wasn't necessarily out to par, but he was well, saying to... I mean, Spencer was acting circles around yeah, him. absolutely. It was like... I felt bad for her because I'm like, you have to act with a rock. This like, yeah, this like true stuff. Which I would talk to. I know. <laughs> you would have had, had his whole backstory. Yeah. We I probably could have brought Jason out of Jason. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry. That's great. So, no, just the point being that um, old Jason tells Spencer, like basically Bombshell reveals to Spencer that Ian... Was like smoking pot a lot, which Spencer's blown away by this. She's like, What? He's the poster boy for Preppy, which I just thought the whole exchange was so funny that like Spencer found it so, like, she was so incredulous, incredulous that Ian was like, I don't know, an athlete and also smoked pot. Like, that was such a, I don't know. I think they were at that age, though, that you were kind of still naive. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like there was like, an age where I finally realized, like, oh, even the jocks smoke weed. Like, because, like, I was friends with all the burnouts. Right. And, like, of course they were smoking, but then I was like, oh, wait, 
Not only are the like the jocks smoking, but they're like doing coke because <laughs> they got maybe all the money. <laughs> maybe it's me being jaded in hindsight. That's a good point. That's a good point. Because it was one of those things where like I didn't realize. Like I even remember in the smoking section, like I was one of those kids who openly smoked at school, and I gave no fucks who saw me. Right. But like so many kids that I went to school with would never be seen in the smoking section. And then I would see them randomly out in the weekends, and I'm like, did you smoke? Right. Like, I have no idea. Or they would, like, ask me for a cigarette, and I was like, um, I'm the one risking my ass out there every day smoking, and you're suddenly a smoker. Right. What? Right. Um, But, yeah, I feel like I I understood Spencer's, like, wait a minute. He smokes weed because he's the goody-goody. Right. And he's right. supposed to be, like, the guy who's, like, the big man on campus. Right. You're not supposed to be the drug addict. Right. As- especially in... Are the- we calling potheads drug addicts, though? No, but in a small town like that, they would be. Okay. Like, in my town, I'm sure... Like, I didn't smoke that much in high school, but I feel like I was probably thought of by some parents as a drug addict if they fe- if they knew that I smoked. So okay. like if some if another kid told, or if like one kid told another kid like a like a more sheltered kid that I was smoking weed, they would be like, oh my god, Sue does drugs. Right. Well, I guess you were doing drugs. I mean, yeah. I also did a little bit. I did a little Allegedly. bit of speed, but I mean, whatever. What speed again? It was uh, one it's of those, speed it's coke. A pill. No. It's a coke. It's a pill. no. It's like Adderall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> it's like, ah. Oh. And I was working <laughs> theater as well. Like, and it was one of those things where I was, like, working theater, and everyone who was working backstage crew was really tired, but we were the ones that had to, like, pull the curtain and make sure everything was working. And I was like, I'm scared I'm going to hurt somebody. And they were like, oh, we're all popping these. And I was like, well, of course. And if everyone else is doing it, I Theater, the gateway to so much. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Every kitchen motioning <laughs> sexuality. Yeah. So much happening at theater. Alright. If I had a we didn't have theater, isn't that sad? What? That's why I just had detentions. See if you had theater. I would have I would have been into theater. More productive lifestyle. Mm-hmm. With more drugs, probably. Probably. Yeah. Oh, theater camp. Oh, theater school. Life. Maskers. Garden I went City. to show choir camp. Really? Mm-hmm. Like Glee? Whole... Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, oh I was God. big into show choir. Clarion Singers. I was the treasurer. <laughs> you were the treasurer. You're the treasurer. I used to have a bit about that, about how I was like, the tre- I'm the treasurer of show choir, and I feel like that about sums up my high school <laughs> Yeah, that makes a lot right. of sense. Right? Like, really much like encapsulated. <laughs> back to Rosewood High. Um, oh, so. Wow. Emily is like all pissed because well Paige insult insults her and says something homophobic and Paige is like super jealous because What did she, she say that's a homophobic she, she was like, Oh, you're like practicing your breaststroke. Well We all know we all know what team you really play for. And she's just jealous because Emily like came back to the swim team and was doing super well and she's like a oh, crazy like, like that's, a that's, a slur- that's crazy. that's crazy. Yeah. Well and Emily was sister acted for a while. Oh, was back on the swim team, which is my favorite line of. She was distracted, but uh, Aaron heard sister acted, which <laughs> I wait, she was sister. Which we all kind of wish she started at basketball. I was like, she went into hiding in a convent. Is that what <laughs> 
she 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 to pop it around and teach them about the community? (laughs) Because honestly, if we stop for a minute and take a beat, like, can everyone just close their eyes who's listening and think about that for a minute, about how amazing it would be if Emily, after getting all these Atex, just sisterected her life? (laughs) She was in hiding! (laughs) She was in hiding! Or no, Sister Mary Clarence. What was her name? Ooh, Sister Mary Clarence was Whoopi Goldberg, I think. Yeah, yeah. Sister Mary Clarence wasn't hiding from the mom. Yeah. Like Emily would have been hiding from, from A. a. I I'm think into it. I just wrote a no. spin-off series. Yeah. No. Four episodes and it's happening, guys. I'm into it. Yeah. This yeah. is a great idea, it. guys. I love so it. like everyone just like take a moment, take a beat, think about that, that and just be happy wherever you are right now. Just a touch love, just a <laughs> touch of love. Just a touch of love. Just a touch of love. No, I mean, is that Sister Act 2, though? Yeah, it might be Sister Act 2. But I always think of, I love him, I love him, I love him, and where he goes, I follow, I follow, I follow. I will follow you. Oh, we should watch Sister Act. Oh, man. I haven't watched Sister Act in a long time. That could now be like a connected movie that you guys review. That's true. You just connected it. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Guys, stay tuned for Sister Act. God bless. So Emily is a like well she's whatever about that she's but like she's Paige Felicia her commitment which I love that the the coach says that to her oh, yeah. I'm so glad you've renewed your commitment I was like is this Scientology yeah exactly You're like, like it's who lets you do that for like sports in high school it's never like, if no you put a team you like, fucking screw you yeah so it was very so she comes back to the team what? and then so she's like whatever Paige or Felicia but then. Spencer basically, but then the coach comes and sits Paige and Emily down. And is like, I heard they're like, shit's going down between you two. And Emily's like, no, nothing wrong here, coach, because she's a pussy. And then <laughs> Spencer reveals she that is. Spencer actually went to Emily's swim coach and said, hey, fucking Paige Felicia said some shit about my girl. Because Paige then, has always been a bitch since um, even that talking. But we find out in later episodes that she was a bitch to Allie during soccer. Exactly. Pink so she's, she's, um, she's a sports bitch. So, uh, the, so, so the lesbians Emily, should not have come as a surprise for anybody. For Paige being a lesbian? Yeah. I don't know. I think that it was when I, I first watched my cat it. in the head. Well, you know. Sorry. Stay out of the way, guys. I didn't see that coming because I thought it was just like, I thought she was very much like a Spencer character coming out and being like, not coming out of the closet, but like right. coming out and being like, oh, like you're jeopardizing me being perfect. Right, exactly. So point being, she's, Emily, Spencer reveals that she's the one who told the coach and then Spencer, I'm sorry, Emily is very upset that Spencer went and like told that to our coach because I can hammer myself, Spencer, I'm a big girl. And then I punched Emily in the face of the TV screen because she's just so fucking annoying. <laughs> like, literally, go away. But My then Spencer fucking throws shade right yeah. in that direction. And then I high-fived Spencer because <laughs> uh, Spencer's just like, oh, you shut her down like you shut down Allie. Ooh. And then it was like, ooh. We were all like a boring audience. We were like, oh, <laughs> she's so too. And then I was like, up top, Spencer, down low, up top. You can, you're my best friend. So, whatever. Boohoo, Emily. Cry yourself to sleep. Um, Another note that I have is that they're all eating school lunch, and they're like, what is this? Like, some sort of casserole? But they're eating out of, like, such nice bowls. And they're eating lettuce. 
Yeah. Well, is that what they were eating? Yeah, they were eating lettuce. I was like, what a fucked up casserole is this? <laughs> giving shit about it. Maybe it was the Pennsylvania thing that you have where it's like the oh, salad fries with French salad. fries. Oh, yeah, Pennsylvania. Oh. Guys, if you are from Pennsylvania, probably Western. I don't even think it's an Eastern thing. I yeah, think it's specifically yeah. a Western Pennsylvania thing. And if you expect that when you go to a restaurant and order a grilled chicken salad, it will, without question or comment, come standard with french fries on, on top it. of it yep tweet at me email us yeah i want to hear that it. other people have said that it wasn't I until like, i because i went to college in western pennsylvania too so it wasn't until i moved here to new york city after college that i realized that if you order a grilled chicken salad that it wouldn't like literally just come standard mm-hmm. with french fries on top of it's it so yes weird. and when i went back for my reunion and then the weekend after for autumn leaf festival it was my favorite i ate the shit out of some Chicken salads with French fries on it and ranch dressing. That's like the only type of dressing. I mean, it just it sounds fabulous. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not. It, it is so good. Oh, I'm right now. Wait, my regional thing that I didn't realize was a big deal was in New Hampshire because we're such a like a homogenous group. Sure. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. I thought that everybody ate Chinese food on New Year's Eve. I thought that was like a nationwide thing that we did. That's so um, but only in New Hampshire because for some reason. Only the Asians in New Hampshire are, like, prosperous and, like, want to, like, make that money. <laughs> money. I don't really know why. Like, I how it became a, a thing. not necessarily unusual thing. But, yeah, it's not necessarily, like, mandated. Because no, um, we were throwing a New Year's Eve party once, and I was like, oh, we get Chinese food. And my friends were like, come what? in. <laughs> yeah. No, New York, uh, you order Chinese if you're Jewish on Christmas. And then you go to the movies. Yeah. Which I, I had a Jewish Christmas one year. Um, by myself, I had just gotten my cat, uh, Mimosa, who's Mimosa. in Canada. What? Uh, yeah, I had a cat for a year, Mimosa. And I... you moved to Canada? Yeah, well... <laughs> All right, so... your junior high boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> yes, George Glass. Um, no. Um, I had a studio apartment, and it was my first solo apartment, and I got a cat. I really wanted a cat. And my friend was like, oh, my friend's moving to Canada and can't bring her cat because she's moving in with her mom. Would you want her cat? And her cat looked like Wilford Brimley. He was like an orange tabby. And his name was Mimosa. And I was like, this is perfect. So Mimosa came to live with me for a year. And then I found out that I was highly allergic to cats. And I just kept getting horrible sinus infections. So So I... I had to give the cat away, and so I called the original owner, and I was like, listen, it's been a year, I know this is weird, but is there any way that you could take Mimosa back? And she was like, this is so crazy, I wanted to contact you, but I felt like it was a weird thing to do, but I just moved out on my own, Aww. and have my own place, Isn't and I so really miss Mimosa, it's oh, that's and so I want special. Mimosa back, and so I took Mimosa to the vet, and we got her papers, and... She crossed back over to Canada Aww. with her mommy. So, I mean, so just like cats at for a year. Yeah, um, we fostered Mimosa. And we, we had a good time. We had a good run. Um, but yeah, so that was my cat. Mimosa. I don't even remember how I got on the story. Guys, Cabernet. Cabernet. Double <laughs> <underline>. <laughs> Oh, but you, uh, you're Jewish Christmas. But uh, you're not oh, Jewish yeah. or you are? No, I'm not. So that the first Christmas that I had Mimosa, I didn't have anybody who could watch her. So I had to stay with her because I couldn't take her in a carrier because she was still pretty skittish. 
Mm-hmm. Like, she had just moved in with oh, me, yeah. and I was like, I really need to acclimate her. So I just stayed home, and I hung out with friends, and we went to a movie, and then I went home and got Chinese food for Christmas, and it was, like, the saddest Christmas. It was, like, the first time that I realized that I was like, oh, like, no, Christmas. Because I was just like, oh, it's just another holiday. This will be fun. Yeah, I was like, whatever. I was like, oh, my God, Christmas by yourself is so sad. So I've like, uh, uh, since then I've been like, I will never spend another Christmas by myself. I will always find somewhere to go because it was like, even though my friends and I had spent time that morning together, it was still just like weird to be like by yourself watching Christmas movies. It was just like a very odd feeling, especially because I'm the youngest of four kids. So there was like always people Right. I mean, they, they have little people, they've breeded, so yeah, there, there was always people. just, like, people on Christmas, like, tons, and it was just, like, so shell-shocking to be like, oh, this is what it's like to do Christmas by yourself. Right. Um, but if you're doing Christmas by yourself, you should just marathon Cabernet and I. Yay! <laughs> or KOL. No, or, alt- or but, um, Christmas okay. hugs from all of us. Let's make it happy again. Let's talk about um, Paige drowning Emily. Which is the whole reason we watched this. Well, yeah. was she driving her? Because you guys really set it up for me that it was going to be well, but serious. She but I feel like down. she lets her up at the end. Yeah, I remember it being more dramatic as well. I felt like it was like more of a... Like, I feel like she was just trying to scare her. Yeah, she bobs her head more than I thought. That's a few times. It is. That kind of insane. But I thought she, like, held her down longer. Oh. Before I, I, bobbing I pretty her. much remembered it, I think, the way it was. But I, it's still fucking insane. Yeah, no, it's answer. still somebody that I wouldn't date. Right, no, exactly. no, I would not then that is like, create a life with that person. <laughs> can, can we all just agree that's the biggest red flag ever? If someone yeah. tries to drown you, maybe not build a life with them. They try to drown me, but they only do it because they love me. Yeah. The other big thing that happens in this episode, and then or wait, we can jump back or whatever, but the last thing yeah. that I wrote is that we see the big Allie and Spencer fight flashback yes. from that night. So basically it's the first time that we see the big flashback from that night where Spencer reveals to the other three PLLs that she had a huge fight with Allie literally like moments before she disappeared and also said, you're already dead to me. And it was like, and then she runs out after her and never to be seen again. Never to be seen again. And we still don't know where Allie was all the years she was gone. That's fine, Marlene. We don't need to know. (laughs) I think that's going to be the flash forward. I, I hope so. Um, other things that happened was uh, there was the Montgomery parents rekindling. Oh, yeah. Lots of love and charm. Yeah. I think that Ella and Byron have a lot of chemistry. Yeah, they do. They're good together. There is something. There's definitely, even though the... Uh, what is it, the kill plug? or the, oh, yeah, the kill, kill switch. switch. The kill switch was in the car, but the, the spark was alive in them. Oh, wow. Wow, Sue. Yeah. Wow. If I was gonna, if I was gonna, like, 80s style write up this episode in a horrible promo, that's what I would do. Okay. Uh, but no, they were, like, really, they, like, kind of found yeah. love in a hopeless place. They definitely did. Yeah. yeah they reanimated themselves. Yeah. It was, it was sweet. It was yeah, I liked it. I don't have much to say about it, but it was sweet. Um, and my other note was, have you guys watched Heather's? I saw it a long time ago. Right. I, I'm not like. I so think I familiar. saw it too, but I might have been drunk. 
Stop, drop, and roll. We all have to watch rewatch Heather's and do it for the podcast at Great. some point. Great. Second of all, for those of you out there in podcast world who are with me, hey, welcome to the most amazing place on earth, people who love Heather's. Um, <laughs> Caleb is so JD from Heather's right now, which is, is the, Christian the Christian Slater, Christian Slater. role, because he's just like the bad boy that doesn't give any fucks right. and is willing to like do whatever, like, she didn't ask him for the favor, but he did it anyway, like, it was one of those, like, it was very JD from Heathers, and I have never really noticed that before, but watching it, I was just like, now I know why I love Caleb, because as much as you go back, if you go back and watch Heathers, JD is a crazy motherfucker character that you should never fall in love with, but there is something in the very beginning of the movie that makes you just like... Oh, I will always fall in love with Christian Slater. Yeah, and you just swoon for him. And he's he's so good at being the bad boy, and then it also made me laugh because one of my coworkers, um, shout out Robert, uh, you're never going to (laughs) listen, he keeps going, uh, he was saying every day, he's like, I'm the bad boy. And it's just funny because he, like, looks like Bob's big boy more than, like, a bad boy. Like, he is such, like, a good dude. And he's always like, I just want to, like, keep saying that I'm the bad boy so I'll be labeled the bad boy. <laughs> and it's just like, but you're so not. And so it just made me think of Kayla being, She like, just needs to steal some kill switches. Yeah, he just needs to steal a kill switch. And, like, then try and give it to her romantically. Like, it was so JD But Heathers. do you know what that moment reminded me of? What? I can't be the only one. The scene from the Rogers and Hamstein, the Sound of Music, when the nuns show the like the carburetor and their thing, like "Forgive me, sister, I have sinned," and then they show the pieces of the car that they stole. Oh. Here's a bombshell: I've never seen the Sound of Music. Fuck you! Are you what? serious? It's like it seems like the least interesting. The hills are alive. That is my favorite movie. How do you call yourself the treasurer of a glee club and you have not seen Joe Ray Me? I feel bad. I gotta say, I feel like there's definitely a lot of movies in my repertoire where I recognize, like, oh, it is. I recognize that it's like strange that I haven't seen this movie. But Sound of Music is one, I gotta say, I have no desire. I, and I love a musical, don't get me wrong. If we have one, one slow night in Copenhagen, I, I know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> oh my gosh, watching Sound of Music in Copenhagen is gonna be amazing. It's not, yeah. It'll, It'll be, be pretty. pretty. There'll chunky. be canals. It'll be nice. <laughs> You're gonna have such a great time. I wish you were coming. I have to work. Sucks. I, I now probably will be, I'm gonna be going to LA a lot, and I might have to go to LA that week still. Even though I put my foot down and was like, I'm not going to L.A. because it's my birthday week. But they were kind of like, well, maybe I'll see you. We didn't go like the week before. Um, Right? Well, my birthday's on a Saturday, so it's December 5th. And there's a shoot the 2nd and 3rd. But I'm like, I have to work late on the 3rd. Anyway, no one cares about it. Yes, who cares? But um, (laughs) But the sound of music that you haven't seen is... is Yeah. But I don't want to also build it up too much because then I feel like you'll see it and be like, oh, what's this? Like, that was me. I didn't see well, the Goonies the as a I, child. I don't think it'll be I like, didn't either. High five. Yeah. Because I do not get why people like the Goonies. And it's because I think that it was built when up so much. When you see it as an adult, you're like... But, yes, like... I've still never seen the Goonies. So that's another right. one on my list. I get oh, it, though. Like, right. if you watch the Goonies as a kid, how the Goonies would be huge. Well, that's something, like, so many of those are. Like, it's nostalgia, and it's, like, great if you see it as a kid. But if you see it as an adult, it's probably, like, whatever. Yeah. It was one of the... Like, I literally, like... Captain Von Trapp was a sexual awakening for me, <laughs> and not just me. <laughs> I can't no. be the only no, one. No, you're not. Tweet at them, and then I'll, I'll see it. <laughs> Tweet at Aaron Lee with an E. 
and let her know if you also were sexually awakened. By Christopher Plummer as Captain Montrap, <laughs> and I know I cannot be the only one, because yeah. he was so fucking sexy. Did you watch the Carrie Underwood version on NBC? I mean, no, I'm not going to watch it with a vampire as Captain Montrap. It's not the same. <laughs> Who so. was? Who played Captain Montrap? The guy from True Blood. Yeah, wasn't it Bill? The one that bangs Bill. Sookie? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and Carrie will. Underwood is no Julie Andrews. Oh, yeah. Amen. No. Guys, when do you think her food is coming? Sometimes. I was thinking the same thing. Right? Uh, I was I'm that. sorry I keep going off the rails with personal stories that have no relevance. I no, think it's everybody's fine. okay. I hope you guys are okay with it. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm trying to think of something else that I wrote. Um... Jason reminds me of the monster from the Goonies, is what I wrote. Because, <laughs> like, what is it, Sloth? Mm-hmm. He, like, kind of has a weird oh my face. God. Jason <laughs> reminds me oh, Jason reminds you of Sloth. That's the most amazing I know, that's really mean, said. because he's totally ripped, but his face is, like, oh weird. God, Wait, I don't so want to always, like, rag funny. on Pretty Little Liars, because I do love it, and I do appreciate you guys letting me do this podcast, because I wanted to drink tonight. Dot, but dot. <laughs> I did think it was a little weird that Ezra, like, to go to Philadelphia for the art opening, like, rented a limo. Like, isn't that a little tacky? And isn't that a little, like, prom? It was a little bit... And if you're dating a 17-year-old, yeah, like, would you really want to be like, hey, the next time you do this will be your senior prom? Well, I think that... Yes, you're right. But two things, and this is horrible, because this is where I become an Ezria sympathizer. I... There is part of me that, like, early Arya and Ezra, I kind of love, even though, like, everything in me as, like, a woman that's about to turn 34 years old is like, this is horrible! What are you talking about? Like, this should never happen. But I feel like he's like, she bought me a tie and tickets. How do I one-up this amazing gesture that she's done? Because she kind of really steps up and over... And, like, Arya's very forward. So I feel like he's trying to, like, take it back and be like, look at me. I got us a fucking limo. Like, I think it's, like, the whip it out moment for him. Okay. So that's that's how I feel about the limo. But it is ostentatious and weird. I'm not saying it isn't. But I think that that's, like, a nice thing that he does. Yeah. Guys, we missed the most important part of this whole episode. Oh, wow. Mrs. Garrett is Oh, yeah. yeah I, didn't, I didn't know much Facts of Love Life either. What did you do? Did your father Wait, just lock you in a box? Facts of night? Love Life? No, it's called Facts of Life. No, I said Facts of it's Life. It's the Facts I'm of Life. You take the good and you take the bad. I'm very hungry. And but food. the um, first show that she was on was Different Strokes. So I never saw that. Yeah, one. I didn't watch it either. <laughs> I don't know, you guys. Guys, I'm only a year older than you. What are you doing with your life? I know, you're three years older than me. Oh, okay, you're a baby. Whatever. I don't know. I watched Dick Van Dyke, Mary Tyler Moore, Taxi, uh, I yeah. Love Lucy. I didn't watch Dick Van Dyke, but I watched I Love Lucy. I watched, I watched lots of stuff. Happy I just, Days. I just didn't watch right. that stuff. Okay. Guys. Cheers, Wings. There's lots of things I oh watched and lots Wings. of things I didn't watch. Wings was the a Weber, I, The Weber Brothers are the hottest. Oh, they were so sexy. Uh, no, they were the but, Hackett's. Yeah, Stephen, Stephen Weber. Weber. What, what, guys, let's just be honest. I'm in love with Stephen Weber. Um, no, okay. But wait. He was the fun one. He was. But the other the other Hackett was also... Like, pretty, he had the money, so it's like, what yeah. do you, what's more important? They teach you that as a child. Yeah. 
these are the choices you're going to have to make in a photo. So you guys didn't see different strokes. You have no idea what I what I say when I'm like, Arnold almost got molested in the bike shop. I do know that because it's a Sean Donnelly joke. <laughs> I, I know Sean Donnelly. Sean I don't Donnelly. even know that joke. Yeah, he just like Sean, a Fun fact, that. Sean Donnelly, comedian, who has an album out on iTunes. On November 18th, which you all should buy. Yes, please go Manual labor phase. out now. By the time you yeah. listen to this, it'll be out. He's Why great. haven't you listened to and it And he's yet? a fellow Garden City alumni. He yes. and I grew up in the same town. Cute. And he's amazing. So go find that. Yes. Um, Manual labor face. I'm not a fan of the title, but he chose it. I don't understand the title, to be honest. Because he's like, I look like somebody who should be doing manual labor, but like yeah. he's never done a day of labor in his whole life. Right. I don't think he's hung out with enough people who have done manual <laughs> No, I don't think he's ever met somebody who does manual labor. No, no offense. But literally, funniest album. Go get it. Sean oh, Donnelly is favorite. one of the best he's comedians. So like, literally, I always say, when people are like, who are the best comedians? I'm like, Raquel Peace and Sean Donnelly are two people that you have to listen to because they're the best. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, Chelsea and Sam. Um, happy. <laughs> And then, and then Google Gentleman's Club, and you'll see a gloriously <laughs> underrated web series written and produced and directed and starring Aaron's boyfriend, Pat Stango, also myself, and Sean No, Donnelly. starring. Oh the real star of the show is Chelsea E. White. <laughs> it's Yay. a lot. It's a lot. There's a lot of fun people in it. Yeah. Um, but Nick Turner, who, too, who is oh, so fun. Oh, Nick Turner. I think he, I love him, too. Guys, I need to eat so bad. I'm, like, hitting I such a, a blood sugar wall. I will pick up and run with it in the sense that I Let's loved that it. when they were eating their casserole lettuce, uh, <laughs> Spencer goes, guys, we can't all have communal cramps. <laughs> I didn't even notice like, that. To Aria and Emily because, like, Aria's like, I'm mad at, at Hannah. And Emily's like, I don't want to talk about swim. And, like, she's just like, what is this, communal cramps? Like, come on, girls. And I was just like, that is that is a great term. <laughs> this I is the first time that I've liked Spencer, the first episode. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. I think that Spencer really put on a great show this. And I think it's also her next to the first Jason acting where you see, like, oh, wow, Trey is an amazing actress. I think we've never doubted her acting ability, but you're just like, when you see it with somebody like the first Jason, yeah. who, like, literally, like... TFJ. It's part of me that, like, I'm, I don't fancy myself an actress, but I'm like, I could play your role better. Right. Like, your acting is worse than Joey Tribbiani acting. <laughs> That's a good one. Right? I'm not wrong. <laughs> That's a good one. I watch... All I do for a living these days is watch Full House Friends... Fresh Prince, and George Lopez. Oh, so. God. God bless you. Yeah. That's what I would call But that's, like, acting is, like, anything. Like, if it's good, then you don't notice it. Yeah. And, like, you only notice it when it's bad. Exactly. And it was just in the scenes. Like, I, I challenge you guys to go back and watch those scenes. And it's just, like, so interesting to watch Spencer just be so effortless and real and in the moment. And then watch... Fucking um, Jason, just be like, I'm like, you are the most dull person ever. I feel like someone's feeding you lines. It just doesn't feel genuine. Yeah. And it's it's really like, I'm like, Drew Van Acker actually kills it as Jason. Because I don't even believe that this Jason smoked weed. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, I don't even think you could be fun enough to smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, let's see if there's anything else. So, Mrs. Oh, wow, we've been going an hour. Oh, my gosh. Us. You poor, poor people. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Thank you for listening. I hope you're not alone on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I hope It'll be just like a couple of weeks I hope Christmas. I'm not alone, alone on Christmas. Christmas. I don't even you know won't be. You, you become with us. Whatever's Aww. happening. All right, you guys. So you guys are a month in the future right now from when we're recording this. And we love you. Thank you for listening to us. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet?